Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Yep, yep, to the yep, yep. I already know what time it is, man. It's your girl, POC. Turn your radios up, spread the word, spread the message. You already know how we come in each and every time. We are live on EcoWord starting at 10 a.m. every Friday. I need y'all to tell a friend to tell a friend. We want to make sure that we are getting our numbers up on EcoWord. We're spreading the message and more people know about what's happening on EcoWord. And speaking of that, this upcoming Monday, I will actually be on a panel highlighting EcoWord, talking about EcoWord. You know, I'm really getting more people to know what's going on with the Eco Word radio and magazine at the same time. Um, I'm going to be on a Green Horizon panel discussion for a professional journey journalist, you know, who's on this journey of environmental justice and who actually wants to see a change in their community. So I definitely want you to make sure that you are participating. It's free to uh, register. It's free to come through and watch. It's a virtual panel. Um, so it's online. It's going down Monday, January 22nd from 5.30 to 7 p.m. And the link is actually in my bio. I put it up on Facebook and Twitter at Revive underscore POC. WRD actually posted the flyer in the um, Instagram timeline as well. So if you want to check out more information, you can definitely check out more information about this panel, uh, which is going down on Monday, January 22nd from 5.30 to 7 p.m. with the Watershed Education Alliance. So definitely make sure you are, you know, being a part of the conversation. You know, everything we do is a FUBU effect. It's for you and about you. 215-634-8065. Toll free 1-866-361-0900. And you can catch us live on Facebook. So if you got a comment, question for any guest that we're talking to, please drop it, a li- drop it in the chat and I will read it aloud. But we got our next guest. Everybody knows this name. Everybody knows this face. We got Sajda the Purple Blackwell on the line, man. We talk in the 10th district, West Philadelphia. We want to change in West Philly, man. I'm a, I'm a resident of West Philly, so I want to make sure, you know, when it comes down to this 10th district, we're getting the right person in the in the office, you know, the right person for the job. We got Saj the Purple Black on the line talking about environmental justice ideas and policies she wants to implement for the 10th district. Purple, what's good? How you feeling? Good morning. Welcome to WRD. Listen, peace and greetings to my entire family. I want to give an honor to God um, for waking us all up today to, you know, to tackle today's task, to be in service, you know, and my family and my community, which includes you, my sister queen. So I appreciate you for allowing me to come on um, to your amazing platform um, at Word. And and I'm just excited. No doubt. And Perp, I got to start with this, you know, when it comes down to West Philly, do you think they're doing a good job with our streets right now as we we're, we're this weather, this inclemental weather is coming through? Do you feel like they're doing a good job in our streets right now? So actually what I am going to say is I'm very proud of uh, Mayor Parker actually for jumping right on the snow uh, emergency um, Mm -hmm. and making sure that our streets are clean and our roads are clear so that people can, you know, get through when it's time for an emergency. So for her jumping right on it and it seems like maybe an intense way, but that's exactly the kind of change you want to see, right? Mm-hmm. We want to take every single thing seriously yeah, um, because sure. we don't know what God's plan is for the weather. And, you know, um, so we, we want to be prepared and mm-hmm. um, it, it's better to be prepared than try to have to get prepared for any opportunity. So I believe that um, Mayor Parker is doing a great job um, right now and j- jumping right on it and declaring a street emergency because the neighborhoods are always a little hard to tackle, but the, the roads are clear out there. Mm-hmm. And then let me ask you this last question about that before we get into the uh, the ideas and policies. What about what would you say to people right now who are listening in West Philly in the 10th district 
their trash didn't get picked up because of the weather, but they still got the trash outside. Or they got the trash in the backyard. Like, what can we say to them so they don't just go dumping, you know? Because right. some people yeah. just get to say, I don't want this in my house no more and just go dump it somewhere. So what can we do to make sure we calm these residents down so they don't go dumping in the, in the temp district? Well, you know what I really want for the 10th district, you know, and people say I'm running for state legisl- a state state legislative position, you know, so that means that you control things from the state. You're looking for funding, you're looking for ways to help your community from the state level. Um, but in a municipality, you know, is the local government, you know, uh, your council person, your, your block captains, people like that who, who handle these kind of things. But let me let you know something. I'm going to be all around legislative. <laughs> I believe that <laughs> knowledge it's the it's the most cliche thing that we say, right? Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power, but knowledge is power. And mm-hmm. how about if I let you know and constantly reminded you that one, if there's a holiday on the first day of the weekend, this week your your trash is going to be picked up the next day, not your normal. <laughs> I will start with that piece of education first. Right? <laughs> okay, so because MLK Day was on Monday, right? So your trash is going to get picked up this week on a regular day anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. A- so if I just simply told my neighbors that, but not only told them, but they reminded them, they won't be upset. The neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor, you put your trash out ahead of time. The other neighbor not gonna be mad at you because you already knew, so you can do it. You know, and then the whole ecosystem is happy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to think about it like that. And even from a municipal or local level, if our local legislators thought like that, then they would then they would know that okay, one, it was gonna get picked up on time because MLK there's a holiday, get picked up the next day. Mm-hmm. And then two, now that there's no emergency has been um, assigned, so they wouldn't. Have, so my point is, one, the chat shouldn't be out there anyway on a regular yeah. day. That's my point. But if knowledge would tell us that, education would tell us that. Very simple. <laughs> then, and so that's why we do it together. It's a together thing. And then if if my if we all know, my neighbors know. Okay, there's no emergency. So that's also going to put a delay on your trash for another day because of the street cleaning and things that need to be done. Nobody's mad if we all know. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we all know we can be mad, but we ain't out there protesting about it because we all that had part. the opportunity to get the information. Mm-hmm. So information is key and knowledge is power. And you might see the theme of this interview. No doubt. And 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 I don't necessarily want to make this conversation about trash, but I want to just piggyback on something that you said, um, because that happened. You know, I'm not going to say people wasn't knowledgeable about it, but I do know people want to just get the trash out their house. Right. So. It's out there right now. The trash was out on Wednesday. The trash was out on Thursday. And then Friday morning, we wake up with a snow blizzard. And now all that trash is covered in snow. So now those boxes is wet. Those trash bags is wet. Now it's just debris everywhere. So then we wait till the snow melts. And now we got just piles of trash piled up Mm. on our corners in West Philly, right? So I just think about the beautification. I think about, you know, like you said, the knowledge that people have, but then also just the rebuttal that, you know, we have in a city. Like people like, yeah, I know it ain't trash day, but I don't want nothing to do with it. So just just to combat those type of things, I think that, you know, new fresh, new fresh ideas, new fresh spaces like yours will actually help us in West Philadelphia because I want to change, you know, I want to make sure that we do have little trash cans. Like if you walk down Center City, they have trash cans 
stairs on their blocks where you can just throw things in. You know, it's not like in a neighborhood where you walk down in West Philly, there's no trash can. You got to sneak onto somebody's yard and throw the, throw yeah. the trash in yeah. somebody else's Absolutely. Yard. Yeah. So I just think that, you know, we need more fresh ideas. Like you said, knowledge is knowledge is key and knowledge is power. So I definitely agree with that. Um, but Perp, I want to jump into the conversation. You know, we talk about new ideas, new environmental justice policies. You know, so when you think about the 10th district, what do you think we need to become more sustainable? So, again, I just want to say, you know, my name is Sajda Blackwell. Many of my friends and family know me as Purple. Um, <laughs> and I am running to be, the, I am running to be uh, the next state representative here in the 10th District in West Philadelphia. And why people say, Purple, why are you running? You know, I'm running because we need change, like you just stated, that we can touch, that we can see, and we can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are working, and they're working in their normal capacities but it is a time now where we need to come out of the normal capacity think outside the box and make tangible change they do things we can do to change things right now in society in west philly mm-hmm. mm. so you know when it comes down to making west philly a more sustainable place with greener spaces uh making sure we got trees <laughs> you know what I'm saying? making sure we got grass areas for kids to play in park and recreation you know what do you think about the sustainability of west philly currently right now with a lot of gentrification going on at the same time yeah well i'll i'll be clear and say this in west philadelphia we it is very green right we we do have trees our problem in west philadelphia is the maintain the maintenance of those trees mm-hmm did a project in Malcolm X Park, um, you know, with Brother Greg and, um, you know, with, uh, I think, the water department. And we went and we, they, they re-beautified the whole area with the trees and, and trees that we already had and extra trees around to make it beautiful to fight the blight, right? Mm-hmm. Then once we did that, we were able to fight the blight. The trees are now overgrown. And people got a duck to walk on to. And they got to walk around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To get into it. Because I live here, so I'm just on my real life experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, what we want to do is to make sure that, one, when people are helping us to beautify the city, that they are also are held accountable mm-hmm. to make sure that it is being kept up with. Mm-hmm. Leaves fall, you know, things like that. Those are things that actually take away from the beautification that's happening in West Philadelphia. So we need to make sure that we are creating solutions on top of solutions and not solutions that cause problems. I like that. That's the type of things that I want us to think about. So we have simple things like, okay, let's get with the water company who already has a very well-running machine to, one, fight uh, over water drainage, to fight uh, the heat because Philadelphia and inner city rises so high, so the trees provide the oxygen and the shade that we need to keep inner cities cooler. Mm-hmm. So they have these wonderful programs already that we need to, one, just utilize, find out about. Did the neighbors know that the water company didn't like, between a thousand and five thousand dollar grants to to have a potted plant in front of your house to actually build a um a system a, a, a system in, in your backyard for water drainage they have these types of grants but if we all knew about it wouldn't we take advantage of it some mm-hmm. of us but again knowledge is power so in office when I I'm able to achieve that office I'm gonna first be sure to connect with my our neighbors on their porches to find out what their needs are. Because every neighborhood is different. Mm-hmm. Every community is different. And even though we're in the same hood, we're all different and our needs are different. We want to conversate with them. And, and something that we've been doing already, right? We talk to our neighbors. What are the issues? So, you know, in this part of West Philadelphia, um, our issues are gun violence. Unfortunately, our neighbors want to feel safe. 
Our mm-hmm. seniors do not feel safe. Our babies are being shot on the porches, on the streets. So that is one of our top priorities here in West Philly. We're tired of, you know, people, we're not being able to go outside. Right in market, you go to 52nd Market, there's a cop there 24-7. You know, somebody was killed on the L. You know, we're sick of that. We're, we're feeling unsafe. So we do, you feel provide- like, do you feel like, um, do you feel like when it comes down to cleanliness, that actually brings forth, because I always talk about how social justice and, and, and uh, environmental justice connect and have an intersection. Um, and do you think that, the the things that we're dealing with on a social justice side when it comes down to uh you know the gun violence do you think that the environment takes a big place in that because we are seeing our streets so dirty we're seeing the train stop so dirty like do you feel like um the environment takes a place i mean takes a toll on to why people make the decisions that they do when it comes down to gun violence yeah absolutely um generally it's, it's, it's these are small tasks that we could try right we could try things like if we all clean up our block, right? if everybody takes part in the the block cleanup, right? Let's just say we do it when the mayor has a block cleanup every every uh, every every six months. If they did the block cleanup, and we all took part of it and cleaned up our block, and it's beautiful, right? Because we just did it, and it's beautiful. There's no trash anywhere. There's nothing. When the next person comes outside with their Dorito bag, <laughs> and they eat, and it's gone, and they about to come off the steps. And they about to generally throw it on the street because they usually do that. Mm-hmm. But then they look to the left and they look to the right and they say the whole block is clean. Guess what most people do? They put it in their pocket and try to find the trash can. That part. That part. Because then that what that when you see beauty, you want to and you want to you want to um preserve beauty. You know, when you see something clean, you know, at home, this is the whole sink is clean, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're the first person to put that dish in there, sometimes you rethink it before you, you know, you put that dirty dish in there. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> we hope so. We know it don't have, no hope so. But, you know, you, you're, you are less willing to dirty it if it's clean. Mm-hmm. So we continue to put promote that type of mentality. Okay, we clean it. If we clean it up, clean it up, you know, and then um, some, we will have a, a more instance, a, a better instance to keep it, to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. So if we do that and then we do it regularly, then we can actually fight the black in our own neighborhood and not cost us a dime because we all got a broom usually somewhere in the house. We all have <laughs> a, a paper bag or some type of thing. If we promote cleaning the black in front of your own house and then we do it as a community, we can change the narrative and the thinking, the mentality that allows people to say, oh, I live in the hood. It's getting away with dirty anyway. anyway. You know, if I throw this mm-hmm. over here, don't matter. There's already trash everywhere. It's a it's a re-education of our people that is needed. Mm-hmm. And even though it says it sounds cliche, it can happen and it does happen. Because myself as a block captain here in West Philadelphia, um, on, on Samson Street, we clean our block. And we've noticed from experience that when we clean our block, even people walking down the street will not throw the trash because our block is clean. Yeah. They feel guilty. It's a self-accountability that people do have. So we just have to ignite it. We have mm-hmm. to ignite that self-accountability. So if I teach you, if I teach my child to love their black skin that they're in, and you teach your child to love his black skin that he's in, and we the rest of the block does it, then I'm going to less likely to hate you if I love you. 
Mm-hmm. And if I'm mad at you, I'm less likely to shoot you and kill you. <laughs> you take pride in what you love, you know, and you'll take pride, more pride into your community because if you know better, you'll do better. I definitely agree with you on that. And I want to ask you one last thing before I let you go. And congratulations on everything you got going on, Purple. Um, definitely. When it comes down to just any particular uh, policy proposals, do you have like one uh, one policy that you would like to share or one particular idea that you would like to share with listeners right now as you kick off everything? Sure, um, I, I certainly do. And, and let me say that one, um, gun violence is very uh, near and dear to our hearts. So that is one thing that we, we fight and we want to fight at the state level on preemption. We want to change the gun laws. It should not be easier to get a gun than it is to get a driver's license, period. And if there were less accessibility, um, then we would be able to uh, affect real change. Guess what? We could do it the opposite way. How about we sell the guns, but you need to be disqualified to buy the bullets. So if you ain't got the bullets, who you shooting? So let's rethink it. You know, I want to say in, in regards to um, financial literacy, we need to teach financial literacy in our schools, not now, but right now, because that's also going to affect poverty and the poverty level in Philadelphia. So if we teach young adults how to be financially independent youth, then we will build financially independent adults and we will build and, and then we will make, make an opportunity for people to know money and not have to rob, still kill over money. And if you're not impoverished and you're doing better 360 um, with money, if we learn it and we, t- and we teach our children investments, we can actually change a generation right now um, to have financial wealth and financial independence right now by simply teaching financial literacy. So we're going to push that into our schools as Pennsylvania is pushing for it statewide. Um, so they were going to, we, we're outside. And actually, I hope y'all put some money back into climate change. You know what I'm saying? Making sure we get <laughs> it, it's truly important. So we're we're already I'm, I'm already teaching with my partner Ronisha Howerton financial literacy in four schools in Philadelphia. So we're building to to do it throughout the whole uh, city of Philadelphia. And in regards to um, um, environmental things, food insecurity, right? Um, when it comes to um, you know being impoverished and our SNAP benefits getting cut off, we need to change that. We need to change some of the qualifications for SNAP benefits for food to to make sure that everybody eats. But also we need to teach urban farming. We need to teach uh, cooperative urban farmers in our neighborhoods, right? Because if this person is growing corn in our backyard and this person is growing tomatoes in our backyard and the other person is is growing the greens and we know who to get to and they're all consciously and and cooperatively exchanging and building our economic basis in our own neighborhoods, wow, what a thought, you know, what a change and how, how, you know, community can actually flourish now. No doubt. And that's what we need, Perp. And I appreciate everything that you're doing for the 10th District. I already foresee it for you. Um, Tell the people that I can find you, stay locked, all that good information. Absolutely. So you can follow me right now, especially, you know, seems to be an Instagram world is for youth and, you know, our elder family. So follow me on Instagram, um, S-A-J-D-A, Purple Blackwell. But please visit my website for my policy and my changes at District 10 um, dot com. Taja Black District 10 dot com. Okay. All right. Check me out. Get to know. And I'm having a launch tomorrow. I know it's snowing, but listen, we're going to announce either which way because the Lord don't stop. Um, the Lord <laughs> you know, so That's- if you can't come out, let us know. We understand. But please join us at Holy Apostle Church and Mediators on 51st and Spruce at 2 p.m. It's going down. It's a community led effort. It's a grassroots movement. We're for the people, by the people. And we're That's looking for change now. Not now, but right now. We want you to join us. No doubt. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.